So don't need to wait, geeks. We are back. This is the Active Geek Podcast with your host, Jim and Chuck. And Chuck, it's been a minute because we are busy men. Yes, we are. Feels good to be back. It, it's yeah. Back in front of the mic. We have some news that we're gonna cover. We're gonna cover some experiences. I got a fun story I want to tell you midway through the episode that co- correlates with what we're gonna talk about today. And then um, we're gonna talk Jurassic World. Yeah. Fallen Kingdom, a movie that I'm very excited for. Yeah. Maybe yeah. like top five most anticipated movies for me. But before we we go into our wonderful Jurassic World episode, we both just went on camping expeditions, which is why we haven't been in studio. Uh, for the past two weeks. Yes. You went to Comfy Lancaster. Yes. Schmorgersborgen it up. Yeah. And uh, I went to rural West Virginia. Backwoods. Listen, I'll tell you, first and foremost, and this podcast is a testament to what I've been saying, um, I've painted West Virginia in a very negative light uh, just because of, like, like the stereotypes, right? Like, Like, they're inbreds and they're toothless and shit. I loved it. Like yeah. I absolutely loved it. I didn't. I felt ho- at home. I didn't see anybody who was toothless or inbred. So it was like I, I talked about it on Galaxy Wars, but we started in. It was kind of like you know, you're driving to Deliverance, and then yeah. you're in wrong turn because we were like, dude, we were in a mountain, like a cabin in the woods in a mountain. We got a prank call, and it scared the shit out of everybody. Like it was just, it was creepy. Like the driveway was creepy. Everything was creepy, and then it turned into Jurassic World. To correlate with our our Kawasaki episode, the moths were the size of your head, and that's not a small moth. These things were like yeah, my ev- head is pretty big. Yeah, exactly. These things were everywhere. So, what was it like? Because you, full disclosure, you're not a camper. No, you're not an you're not a woodsman. No, you really. can you can say no because you said it on the podcast before. Yeah. What was what was your experience camping? It, it wasn't bad. We did, we did one night okay. um, only because. Uh, that's the only town we had. And it was in a um, Lancaster country, Amish country. In Pennsylvania. In Pennsylvania. So the uh, my wife's family, there was uh, 20 people there. Jesus. Five campers. Uh, we're the only ones to tent it. Yeah. And we're the only tenters in the whole campground. <laughs> That's funny. Um, so now you're getting a camper is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, you, you know, that, tag along. A truck. Yeah, um, yeah. Your your Chevy's not pulling that no. that little guy up there. And uh, I sh- I sent you the picture of the tent. Yeah. that we put up, and behind it is all Amish farmland. Yeah, no electricity. No, electricity. nothing. I love Amish country um, in general. It's it was really cool. Awesome like place. they came around the, they come twice a day. They come around the campsite and selling uh, baked goods and uh, fruit. Nice. So it wasn't that bad. We didn't really stay in the camper all that much. Um, we were hanging out with everyone at their trailers and outside. Shooting the shit. Yeah. yeah, drinking, you know. I can tell you that my experience was completely different. I'm sure it was. Um, I'm a big tent person. You know that. I'm a woodsman. And you said you were going to go sleep in a tent. Yeah, it rained every day down there. Dude. It looked like, like from the picture. monsoon weather. Like it straight up. We like All right, so we were in a mountain in um, Elkins, West Virginia. So like closer to ohio than anything Mm -hmm. so we were there and there's like a river right behind us like the mountain is like there's a river just carving the mountain up you could see a bottom of the river when we got there on friday like we got there like noon on friday you can see the bottom of the river you can see all the rocks you could walk across the river it was like 50 yards across you could just walk across by the time we got back from our trip saturday because we ventured into the, the community it had gained like two feet 
into like into the shore and probably 30 feet deep like that shit was just it was a rapid it went from like a stream or like a retention pond to a rapid and it like blew my mind like if you were to jump like put your leg in there it would have pulled you down the river right then it just started raining so we're like oh we can't do anything it was raining we're in a cabin no cable no wi-fi we were practically amish (laughs) but it was it was a great time um we recorded some killer galaxy wars episodes um go check that out on soundcloud and itunes adventures with binks in the beard that's going to be on youtube we recorded a ton of shit up there worked on some active geek stuff we got some great stuff coming and uh but the main thing about the camping trip we went to um one thing that i love and another we did something that you love i love psychology you know that is my field of practice and i love mental health because that's where i work we went to the trans allegheny lunatic asylum yeah yeah and it's haunted they said like it's super haunted so we did the tour we did the criminally insane tour which was awesome and then we did the the ghost hunt paranormal one and i i thought of you immediately because you are a a big paranormal like if you could be in taps you would be in taps Um, when you think ghost hunter tour guides in west virginia what do you picture no i've had some great ghost hunter tour guides in philadelphia yeah um just in general let's not put it west virginia like what's the stereotypical ghost hunter look like uh i would say middle-aged overweight man overweight man overweight man so it's donald trump over easy (laughs) yeah uh overweight man um shirt tucked in combat boots shirt tucked in because he has to because it's too small right because his gut's hanging out with a big beard right yeah i can tell you that our tour guide was not that she was super cute yeah yeah like super cute um it was fun she was great at what she did i gave a fantastic uh trip advisory so go see the lunatic asylum in uh trans allegheny with weston west virginia a lot of fun. I did that. It was cool. It was haunted. It was kind of scary. I took some black and white pictures, which were, I don't know. I experimented. I tried to be like a, <laughs> I tried to be like a like a real photographer on my iPhone, and I was like, "Ooh, this is a great shot for a black and white." I'll show them to you. They're pretty cool. One looks like fucking Silent Hill. Yeah. Yeah, like it because it was raining so much. Like the brick, the concrete was like stained a little bit, so like it was running down, and there were spots where it was dry. And I was like, "Oh, turn to black and white is perfect." But we got some news, Chuck. We're back from West Virginia and from Lancaster. We're, we're intact. All our limbs are here. And we're going to venture into uh, Isla Nublar. I guess that's what we're going to call it. Sure. It's the island of Jurassic World, right? Yeah. Isla Nublar or something like that. But we have some news, Chuck. We got some trailers. Yes. We got Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Mm-hmm. Bumblebee. Yep. And Halloween. Yes. And we got the Halloween trailer. So briefly, we're going to, because I, I got some other news that I didn't tell you about that I want to talk about. Um what do you think of the trailers? First, start with Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Um, got to see some new characters that we've never seen on screen. Spider-Gwen. Spider-Gwen. That was dope. That was a really cool um, drop. The animation's a little different. Yeah, it's um, it's kind of like this Despicable Me, right? Isn't it the same person that does uh, Not It's Universal? Yeah. I don't... It's it's hard to pinpoint the, the type of animation that it, they're going for. It's a little different. Do you like it? Um, I don't know yet. Is it cloudy with chance of meatballs? Is this a dream Sony DreamWorks thing? It is a Sony DreamWorks, but it's not really cloudy. It's like kind of reminds you of that because Peter has the same nose as the guy from Cloudy with Chance yeah. of Meatballs. It kind of reminds you of that mixed with the animation style of uh, the Peanuts movie. Okay, okay, and, um, even though that is not Sony animation, but they really tried to make it a comic book yeah. from what it looks like. Um, 
but it look it looks cool. Yeah. Um, we got to see. Got uh, to see the shadow of Kingpin. Yeah. As something blows up. And I. That's my boy Leo, right? Leo Schreiber. Yeah. Um. So I'm excited to see him. We got to see Peter Parker, Miles Morales, yeah, Gwen Stacy. You excited for this movie? Mm. It doesn't have to be like, yes, I can't wait to go see it. But is it something that I you're mean, looking I'll forward prob- to? I don't know. I mean, I'll probably see it. I'm checking it out in theaters for sure, just um, because of what I'm we do. I'm not a big fan of uh, Jake Johnson yeah. as Peter Parker, which is funny that it came out the same week as our Jurassic World yeah. episode because he's in Jurassic World. Yeah. Um, but and Haley. <laughs> Our next trailer, yeah, Haley Steinfeld, Steinfeld is Stacy. Um, I mean, I have to see more footage. Yeah, I'm curious to see what's going on because they didn't call her Spider Gwen yet; they just said Gwen Stacy. Because I'm not sure if Spider Gwen is a thing anymore because Disney, Marvel, whatever, copyright um, Ghost Spider, and it's the exact same costume as Spider Gwen, and Duff Cameron is playing Ghost Spider in Marvel Uprising. The animated series. I think we're gonna we're gonna do a mini episode on that because you know I don't think it's a it's a big draw right now for our, yeah. our demographic, but we're gonna do it anyway. Um, what about Bumblebee? Looks okay. Looks like The Shape of Water and Fifty Shades of, of Yellow. It looks like it's an erotic movie. Um, and it's the first movie from Travis Knight. Yeah. Who is uh, what CEO of Lakai Studios? Yeah. Um, if you don't know Lakai Studios, uh, listen to our backlog because we. We kiss ass to look either. Awesome. Kubo, all the yeah. fun stuff. Um, but uh, we did a Kubo episode, didn't we? Pretty sure we did. I don't I don't remember. I feel what like we did? did. I feel like I was like, we're doing a Kubo episode. I think we talked about Kubo. All right. Well, we did a lot of Maybe things. Maybe in a geek gallery. Maybe. But um, I texted you right away and I said, it is the least amount of explosions in a Transformers movie. Yeah. Um, I didn't really see any. And then we got to see John Cena. Yeah, he's looking like he's playing Josh Jamel's character. Yeah. Right? Yeah. We did get to see, um, I believe, Starscream. Yes. Uh, and it was a, it was a clean looking. It wasn't stupid like the old Transformers ones where it was like, you're going to be metallic and all this stuff. It looked like a yeah. legit like And then we 80s. got to see the traditional VW bug. And we got to see the traditional Bumblebee mask. Yeah. Like where he, where the fucking armor came down. That was cool. But it... It strikes me as like, first of all, I texted you about this. Haley Seinfeld looks like she's a little too young to have a child that age and to be driving. Like, they painted her, I guess it's in the 80s or 70s or whatever, but they painted her, looks like she's 12 years old with like an 8-year-old child. You know what I mean? And yeah. she's a young-looking chick anyway, but it looks like this is going to be a love story between her and this robot. Like, that's what I got out of it. Did you get any inklings like that? No. She's like underwater with it and like reaching out for her shape of water. And then she's like <laughs> under there and the eyes open up. It's like, I'm like, this is like some erotic... I mean, I don't. Movie. I still haven't seen the last night. Yeah, um, don't. It's terrible. That it was so bad that they removed the sequel from their schedule. Like we're not getting another one. Like it's over. Yeah. Like Transformers are done, except for this one, and I think this might be the final nail in the coffin. Um, I mean, I'm glad that uh, he's getting a shot at a uh, yeah. live action, but I wouldn't think that would be like, no. you would think like Adam's family or something. Oh, like that. we you see the cast for Adam's family. Great. Stellar. Yeah. It's so good. Um, we'll, we'll, we're going to do an episode on Adam's family. Yeah, we can do maybe around Halloween. Yeah, it would be, yeah, fun. That'd that'd be, be cool. a lot of fun. Um, I, I'm not very excited for Bumblebee mainly because like the last 17 Transformers movies have kind of like turned me off. Yeah. But I'm going to give it a shot. I like John Cena. Um, he kind of seems pompous to me. Like, Chelsea's watching Total Divas, 
and he kind of seems like he puts on too much. Uh, and that may be just be for the television. I don't know him personally, and I don't want to judge him, but um, I do like Haley Steinfeld, Steinfeld, and we fancasted her for a couple things in the Marvel yeah. stuff. So I'm going to support it, and it's geeky. And uh, anytime a geek movie comes out, we're going to support it. Last one, I know you're not a big fan. Um, I am, but this is Michael Myers trailer. Let me take the lead on this for a second. Fucking blew my mind. Um, I cannot wait for this, and I cannot believe this is a Danny McBride production. Like that's yeah, what he wrote blo- it. That's what blows my mind because like it's. He's a comedy guy, but that's we're gonna talk preacher in the later in the month. We're gonna preview preacher, and that's another series that you wouldn't expect somebody like Seth Rogen to be yeah. writing and stuff. So when I saw this, and when he's in like that prison, first of all, mm-hmm. awesome! Like that's an awesome scene. He's like, I have something to show you, Michael, and he pulls out, and then the other people, yeah, are- like, and I'm just like, oh my god, this, and I'm watching it at work, right? So like, I'm like, if this is like, this is like work right now. How does he see it? He's never turned around, but he knows what he's talking about, and then it flashes right to Jamie Lee Curtis, who is still looking like Jamie Lee Curtis. Like she even she's what like seventy now. I don't think she's that old. Right, she's like sixty now. Yeah. But listen, I didn't know Morgan Freeman was like eighty-eight. That like blew my mind. She looks great. Yeah. This looks great. Uh, it looks like it's not like H two O or Resurrection. Like this is this is legit. Well, I'm, they, I'm very excited for they this. They said straight up like. They're kind of forgetting every other movie. As you should. Any movie with Busta Rhymes in it should be forgotten. Um, as you were alluding to, I'm not a huge horror fan. Um, and mostly because a lot of the movie... Now, some of the original... Like, the original Halloween, I liked. Yeah. And um, Rob Zombie's first Halloween, I liked. I like anything Rob Zombie does. Um, He's such a good director. His second one was okay. But a lot of times what it is... I like movies with stories. Yeah. And a lot of the horror movies are just, um, they throw boobs and a bunch of blood, which is great. Well, yeah, I'm fine with both of those. But, you know what I mean? Like, like the first Saw, I loved. Yeah, then it went to like, yeah, I'm going to skin you and your titties are yeah. going to be out and we're going to put pins in them. Like, yeah. yeah, it's kind of weird. Because like, I seen all the Saws besides the, like, the last two. But I saw like the first three and I gave up because it's like somebody's yeah. doing that right now and like I'm yeah. getting freaked out. But I feel like it's you, and that's the thing. A lot of problems with the horror movies is they are just, hey, what's the most disgusting thing we can do to kill someone? There's yeah. no story. Yeah. So like the first Halloween, I thought it was really good, but then besides that, like I've seen a couple of the, I think I've seen a little bit of H two O. Terrible. Yeah. Terrible. Awful. Is Michael Myers the the greatest? Like when you think Mount Rushmore, is he the George Washington of the Mount Rushmore for horror villains? He's up there. Um, the little one can't even look at him chelsea can't either she's petrified of michael myers like, i have like the official michael myers halloween mask at my parents house i need to get it and just like scare her. like she won't even like like if it pops up like last halloween danielle was on a kick of watching all kind of like jason and yeah slashers yeah and um alana like can't even look at it and then she's like oh last night i was like oh i'm gonna watch some trailers while you play video oh what are you watching i was like halloween she was like yeah michael myers and i'm like you're not watching it. It's fine. Yeah, I think I think he's number one. If you take away, and we're gonna, I think now that I see you're you're excited about this, we're gonna do a Halloween episode. We oh. have to. We got to review horror. We're missing that demographic, but I think this is perfect. I want to know who it is. It's not Tyler Maine. He looked a little too small to be Tyler Maine, but uh, I'm excited for it. And they got John Carpenter to co-sign on it, so you know they're doing something right. And uh, I would be remiss if we're talking Halloween to discredit the movie Season of the Witch because that was pure booty. Um, some other news, Chuck. We're, we're getting a, a Jared Leto-fronted Joker movie. Uh, one-word answer, do you want it or not? 
No. Likewise. Um, second thing is the crow's dead. Surprised or not? No. No. Did you see the concept art for Jason Momoa as the crow, though? No. Dude, he looks sick. Yeah. Like, they they both left because the vision that the studio wanted was not what they envisioned the crow, and they thought that they would be doing... Um, A disservice. Disservice, yes. Uh, he looked amazing. Like, crazy good. But that's whatever. I'm not surprised either. The last thing, Chuck, I hope you saw this. If you didn't, then I, I'm going to well, gauge your reaction. Can I, can I talk to you real quick about the... Um, or two ago, the Joker? Yeah. They said they're still moving forward with the Joaquin Phoenix origin. I know it's fucking ridiculous. It's stupid. Well, what I'm what I'm hearing, and I don't think this was rumored. I think this was confirmed that the president of the Warner Brother DC stuff, the the lady that was promoted, is stepping away. She's leaving. Uh, either she was fired or she's gone. And they're trying to build the universe out of the Suicide Squad. I I don't know why. That was in my mind worse than Batman versus Superman. And they're trying to build it. I guess it's because they have bigger names. Like, Margot Robbie's huge. Jared Leto. People Will love Smith. him. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's just a clusterfuck yeah. of everything. They have no idea what they're doing. Yeah, and I was talking to somebody, a couple people on Twitter, after I posted um, the fan boss logic picture of Ricky Whittle as John Stewart because the rumor came down. They're looking for younger actors to play uh, Green Lantern. So I said, oh, fuck it. Put Ricky Whittle out there. And he liked it, which was cool. They want, a couple of the fans that we were talking about and a couple of our followers were saying, like, wait until the whole franchise or the whole universe is rebooted again like don't put a good actor like ricky whittle or idris elba if yeah. they're going older for a mentor don't put them in there because this is going to kill them it's going to be a ryan reynolds thing again yeah um so you know it, it, it is what it is i'm still going to say that they're going to get my money regardless yeah. because we're going to talk about it and i'm going to either like it or i'm a bitch about it and that's what it, that is what it is but i don't want it um i don't want like i just want i just want something good yeah and maybe aquaman is since we haven't seen anything Aquaman's going to be good. Shazam's going to be good. I don't know about that. I, from what I'm hearing, Aquaman is... I'm talking about Shazam. I think Aquaman's going to be good. I'm willing to give Shazam a shot because I don't expect much from it. He's like a, a parody superhero, yeah. that, and they've painted him in that light. So I'm thinking it's just going to be a fun little romp. And I think Wonder Woman 80, 1984 is going to be fun yeah. with uh, Kristen Wiig as Cheetah, my least favorite DC villain. But uh, I'm excited for that as well. But the last thing I want to talk about, Chuck... Matthew Vaughn's Marv Studios. Yes. This is fucking huge. Is working on Kingsman 3. Mm-hmm. So that'll be the end of the Eggsy Harry trilogy. Hit Girl, which mm-hmm. I'm currently reading the new Hit Girl series by uh, Mark Millar and... Uh, and using a new Hit Girl actress. Yeah. Well, they have to. Um, it's got They gotta go younger. Uh, Daphne Keene would be dope. Millie Bobby Brown? Maybe. Um, I don't know if, if her parents are gonna let her curse as much as Hit Girl curses. Um, but Chloe Grace Moretz is removed, uh, coming back into acting again. She's doing some voice work. They're doing a Kingsman series, a series, television series, which is going to be really cool, and Statesman. So, I mean, that's awesome. And, you know, as we know, see in the news, and we're 20 minutes into the episode and we're still in the news, but eh. Disney and Fox might be out the door because Fox is willing to take Comcast's yeah. bid, and Disney was going to get Kingsman. So moving forward, this is going to be a Comcast thing, I guess. Uh, hopefully Disney comes up and says, like, listen, this is here's three more billion dollars. Here's all the solo money we made. Like, you can have it. I'm hoping that happens. But that's what we're getting. And I'm so excited because I love Kingsman. And they're also uh, rebooting Kick-Ass. Yes, yes. Um, and if they go with the comic version, which I'm also reading, African-American Woman. Oh. And the comic series is awesome. So what do you think about that? Um, yeah, sure. Why not? Like, I mean, I, I didn't yeah. see, <laughs> I didn't see uh, the Golden Circle yet. Oh my god! Um, you, yeah, I'm way behind. Um, I like the first two Kickass. 
Yeah. So um, I don't see why not. It would be, you know, the new one. And if you're going with African American girl, Suri. Oh, Letitia Wright. Yeah, she'd be good. Yeah, she would be really good. Or uh, Denagaria. Um, she's a little older in the in the story in the comic okay. because she has children. And I mean, Letitia Wright's 24. Yeah. Like I get it. She, but she looks like she looks like, like a child. 15. Um, either one would be great. Um, L- L- Lupita would be great. Anybody from Black, any female from Black Panther would be really good. Um, Sasha from Walking Dead and from uh, STD would be good. Yep. Um, even the chick uh, y- Yutari Badaki from American Gods, who uh, played the the god that ate people through her vag. Yeah, uh, she would be awesome too. I can't remember her name, and it it escapes me. But that's that's what we got in the news, Chuck. That's our front loaded geek gallery. We are diving into the world of dinosaurs today. Yes. Something I'm very excited about. Something I know that you like. We did a Jurassic World episode in 2015, probably when our mics were sucky, uh, when we were recording very differently than we were recording now. We didn't have headphones back then. We were complete novices, but we're doing it. We didn't get a chance to talk the first Jurassic World movie after that. I'm sure we said, well, we liked it. What'd you think of it? Like, for me, that came out in 2015. You knew how much I love animals. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm a huge dinosaur fan. I wanted to be a paleontologist when I was a kid. Like, I was out, like, digging up bird bones when I was a kid. I was like, oh, this is a Gallimimus. Like, I was very excited. The first movie fucking blew my mind. It was amazing. What did you think? I actually wrote, it blew me away. Nice. Blew my mind, blew you away. A lot of blowing in this episode. I think we've seen it together with the families. Oh, I don't know. I saw it. I think I saw it twice. So maybe, yeah. I saw it. It definitely Um, took my parents. But, like, going back to that episode, when it was first announced, I wasn't too keen on it but once it came out i was like oh my god yeah they did and it right we watch it right a couple times a year because the little one loves it i rewatched it the other day it just came on nbc nbc finally just got the rights to yeah, it and the, put it on the the tube the boob tube it's a it's a good movie yeah it did, ha- had a good story yeah did it live up to the expectations as a sequel because like you hear sequels right and you're like it's like 20 years later mm-hmm. like this is coming out like the 90s was the original Jurassic Park. And then they're getting rid of Lost World. They're getting rid of Jurassic Park 3. And they're saying, you know what? We're totally, we're just going to forget those movies happen. I hate when studios do that. And Halloween seems to be doing that as well. And then they're saying like, all right, Jurassic World's coming out. This is the true sequel to Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. And what's great is, you know, B.D. Wong doesn't age, apparently. No. So you can keep him in there at the same role. Did it live up to the expectations for you? It did. Because, like you were saying, sequels are always... Yeah. kind of sequel uh, syndrome yeah and when the lost world came out in 97 it wasn't nearly as good i love the lost world i'm not gonna front it was I okay it. uh i hated jurassic park 3 i like jurassic i know park. you did i, I like pterodactyls like anything that would die, like that came out like oh three i think like uh 2001 okay i was a fresh excuse me i was a freshman in high school when that came out and i was just like oh my god pterodactyls i was running through work like ah squirrel or squirrels i was running through school like ah, like yelling like i'm a pterodactyl it's probably why i didn't get laid in high school <laughs> and but like the first one was so great and as the sequels came on it kind of diminished i don't know if it diminished the or tarnished the franchise but they weren't as good like you know oh yeah they didn't live up to and jurassic park um, so when it, it was announced, I'm like, oh, but I'm like, all right, new technology, you know, Steven Spielberg is still attached to executive produce, yeah. but, uh, Colin Trevorrow is taking it. I'm like, you know what we can, I, I hope it's good. And it, it was great. And that's when everybody just started like getting on Trevor's nuts and they're like, oh, we want it for Marvel. We want it from Star Wars. And to the point that he was doing Star Wars 
and then he had to step away, and now he's like executive producing. He's this. co. Um, he stepped away from Star Wars due to creative differences. Yeah, but he still has a uh, co-writing credit. Yeah. Well, we see that there's a, a lot of people leaving the Star Wars universe, mm-hmm. and I read a rumor that Kathleen Kennedy is stepping down at the end of the year. Really? Um, I don't know if that's true. Uh, maybe because you know she's pretty much fired everybody lately. You know, it kind of, everybody seems to be leaving, which is uh, which is saying something. You yeah. know what I mean? There must be so much creative differences. But to me, it um, it lived up the expectations too. There were things that I lo- I liked about it. There, the only thing I really disliked about it was InGen, and I haven't liked InGen since you know the Lost <laughs> World. But you know, I loved. We talked about it. You're not a big fan of him as Peter Parker, but Jake Johnson was fantastic. Yeah. He was a delight. Like he was so funny. Like the ending scene we talked about it before. Like where he goes to kiss that woman. And she's like, yo, bro. Like, <laughs> I got I a boyfriend. Yeah, oh. I don't know what signals you were getting. She was not into him the entire no. movie. Yeah. But he's like, yeah, I'm going to get it. The park design was great. Yeah. I would absolutely pay for it. Like, It was interactive, adventurous. It made me want to buy their ticket. You know what I mean? I want to get in that driver's spirit. I don't care if that dinosaur is going to try and kill me, the Ankylosaurus. That thing comes in there. I'm like, oh, yeah. It's game over. Like, I'm going to <laughs> die to an apex predator. It's, not like getting, it's like getting like my girl. Like, How would you rather die? Jurassic World or B or My Girl, yeah. you know what I mean. I'm I'm not getting stung by 75 hornets. Sorry, Macaulay Culkin. I'm gonna get in the, the little driver's spear. <laughs> the first time we ever talked about My Girl on the podcast. Yeah, it's a great movie. Made me cry. The thing, this is my bipolarness with movies. I was on the fence with Bryce Dallas Howard and Nick Robinson because in the beginning they were assholes. Yeah. They were straight up dicks, and I was like, I'm, she was a shitty aunt, and he was a shitty brother like it must run in the family i was like fuck you nick robinson you don't like ty sheridan sitting there crying about your parents getting divorced and you're trying to get laid by the blonde behind you you creep i wasn't a fan of him but they came back they, yeah. they came back and the fact that bryce dallas howard can run through that world in stilettos <laughs> yeah, i said blows straight, my mind when she's running with the um flare yeah and she's got heels on and heels on and well what the first of all when she's in the jungle and he said something. So it's like she rips open her blouse, yeah. ties it, was like, I'm ready. And he's like, what yeah, you're the in fu- Louis- what the fuck is that? Yeah, you're in Louboutins, <laughs> like running through the woods and fucking red bottoms. Um, yeah, but yeah. they came around. I have I have some likes. Well, I'm, I'm not done. Oh. There, I told you, man. I'm going deep into this shit. <laughs> um, the deeper look into the world, dinosaurs kind of like Jurassic Park franchise has evolved so many different times. Mm-hmm. They gave you like the basics. You got bronchosaur- brontosauruses and T-Rexes and raptors in the first one. Then you went into and you got like stegosauruses and triceratops. Yeah, well, they were in the first one. Velociraptors were yeah. huge. Um, the third one, you get the pterodactyls. This one gives you the mosasaurus, that the, the big fucking looking megalodon one. Yeah. They gave you the dimorphodons, which were like the T-Rex pterodactyl ones. Those weird like the flying monkeys from Wizard of Oz. Remember when they, mm-hmm. like, they had the huge head? Logistically, I don't know how they flew. Like, they were little bodies, big head. Me. Yeah. Like, me with wings. Yeah. And you're just <laughs> screaming. And then the other one was, like, the Indominus Rex. Yeah. The fact that you can genetically edit animals was like, oh, God, this is, like, this is crazy shit. And it's very future thinking, and I like what they were doing with that. So that kind of gave it. And the other thing was, like, I like that the humans, like, Owen was trying to, you know, Say these animals aren't terrible. Yeah, um, I can raise these, but then you have an asshole like um, uh, Vincent D'Onofrio's character Hoskins. Hoskins, who's trying to weaponize them. So the counter counterbalance of like good humans and bad humans is always where we're at. So what did you like about it? Um, 
I like that they moved the story into present day and how um, they made it into a resort, how you were saying. Yeah, could you imagine if it was set in like 96? And it seemed very Disney-like. Yeah. You know what I mean? It really did. I would, dude, I would pay to um, go there, I'm telling you. And I really like um, Mr. Masrani. Yeah. He was awesome. Even though, He can't fly a helicopter for shit. The little one was, was like watching. She was like, why do you have to die? Because he sucked. And, he sucked as a but, helicopter pilot. But he was a great, because she was all, you know, when Bryce Dallas Howard, you first meet him, they're in a the helicopter. And she's talking, and he's like, no, 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 no. Like, she talked about profits. And, yeah. and he, he's not worried about money. He's worried about the animals' feelings and yeah. people's feelings. And he seemed like a genuine person. Do you think that he knew about InGen coming in there? Because if he was a genuine person, I wouldn't bring InGen in, given their history. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they're the scumbags. You remember Roland? From the the second movie, like one of my most hated characters in any movie, yeah. like what a dickhead! I cry every time a dinosaur dies in those movies. Yeah, and I'm gonna cry. No, I'm gonna cry in this movie. Like it, I'm already tearing. But like Roland was a dickhead in the Lost World, and Hoskins is a bigger dickhead in this one, trying to weaponize and send him to Iraq. Yeah, Raptors in the desert. Jesus Christ! I just you know, I don't know if his if he was if he was putting on because like I get like you want to be great, but you also want to make more I, money. I think also. In the back of his mind, he realizes that, you know, if something goes wrong, there has to be some type of militant. You got to blame someone. Yeah. But, like, not only that, but, like, you know, these are scientists and just nerdy people. Like, you need someone to step in and go, okay, we yeah. can wrangle these up. And you bring in Owen. Yeah. But I think. Or, or does he not know? And B.D. Wong is the, the puppet master behind this because this guy you know, is B.D. Wong all is over. B.D. Wong is definitely. Uh, and he's getting a creepy assistant and in the next movie. He he's actually the um one of the things I did like is that they used him to bridge it in between the movies. Yeah, I love BD Wong. And um so good. Dr. Henry Wu. Yeah. And Dr. Hen- uh, Hugo Strange. Because he was a very, very minor part in Jurassic Park. Yeah. So like Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. And I even lower than Samuel yeah. L. Jackson. Wayne Knight. Yeah. Oh, I wish <laughs> Wayne Knight's dead. He ain't coming back. I He got he got killed by the spitter. Yeah. I love Wayne Knight. That's what I called a couple of girls in college. <laughs> but he, um, but like, and then you can kind of see like he was a lab tech in the first one. Yeah. And 20 years later, he is. He's big boss. He, he, he's running the show. So I thought that was really cool. Yeah. And my favorite scene was the very end, the battle between Blue, yeah. T-Rex. And the Indominus. And Indominus Rex. What do you think of the Indominus? Uh, it was pretty dope, right? Really cool, cool. Really cool, cool. I love it. Double double cools. Really cool design. They don't call you Chuck Double Cool for nothing. No. But he had a really cool design. Dude, the scene where he is in his own pen and he ripped off his tracker and then camouflaged himself. Yeah. Amazing. It was great thinking. Yeah. And like Chris Pratt was great, which moves us into Chris Pratt. Like what do you think about him taking the lead? Um I thought it was great because they really grabbed him. Yeah, they got him when he was just starting to get yeah. high. Because um you know, they grabbed him before even Guardians of the Galaxy came out. Yeah. Like, they must have seen... They saw him without a shirt on, Chuck. That was really what they saw. <laughs> because um, Galaxy, Guardians of the Galaxy came out in July 2014. And this movie had to be filming between, like, April and August. Yeah, I think it was announced in October that he was leading yeah. it, which, so, is, which is great. So the film from April, August 2014, and Guardians of the Galaxy came out that followed July. So they really, like... And Guardians of the Galaxy just came out, so... It, People were like, "Oh my god!" Like, they really grabbed him. They knew what was going on, and um, he, he delivered. He was great. Like, what I liked about it was there was a little comedy, 
Like Star Lord used a lot of comedy in mm-hmm. Marvel. This was more subtle. Yeah. And he, like, because he was a marine. Yeah, you know, he was like a he was a military guy that Navy. was yeah Navy yeah he was he was in there just to do his job yeah he wasn't there to be like um Andy Dwyer from Parks and Rec like I'm here to be a badass I thought, I thought he was great yeah uh, which brings me to my story I said I was going to talk about it um, earlier in the week I had a dream that involved Chris Pratt and it's not the type of dream that you're thinking about so put your pants back on it was a camping induced dream I guess it was I woke up it was weird you ever get those like you wake up and then you go right back to sleep and you're in like a, the vividest dream you've ever had. Yeah. All right. So I was in the cabin. I was already back home. I was in the cabin where we went camping and I heard something in the garage. So I opened the garage and like there's a slop sink full of like dead squirrels and raccoons and like stuff that like rodents that you would eat. And it's fucking Chris Pratt skinning them singing the Doogie Howser theme song. <laughs> Like, dude, I, I can't make this the shit Doogie up. Doogie Howser theme yeah, song. I, I woke up and I was like, Chelsea's doing her makeup. I was like, Chelsea, I just had the weirdest dream involving Chris Pratt and the Doogie Howser theme song. And I told her about the sink. And she's like, I'm pretty sure Chris Pratt has one of those in his house where he can, like, scale fish and, like, because he's a big hunter. It was the weirdest dream I've ever had. <laughs> Which, I mean, I guess I was doing, like, a ton of dinosaur yeah. Chris Pratt re- uh, researching. But, uh, you know, I was, uh, it was weird. It was really weird. But... We get the sequel, Chuck, where we get Jurassic World, and it ended with, uh, like, you know, we might get a sequel. We'll be back, right? Did you want a sequel? I did, um, because I thought the story was great. Uh, they definitely left it off sequel with Engen and Dr. Wu leaving with all the, um, like the, DNA. the samples yeah. and stuff. And, um, I mean, to end your movie with the T-Rex on top of the building... And, you know, kind of like, this is my kingdom. Yeah, roaring the shit. I'm not going to do the roar, but oh my God. Yeah. Rexy. Like, like that was amazing. Yeah. And it was, from what they say, it was the T-Rex from the original. Yeah. So, you know. I believe the T-Rex's name is Rexy or Rosie. I know there were two of them. Yeah. um, And one of them got killed. So I'm thinking it's Rosie or Rexy, one of them. I wanted a sequel, but I, I didn't want it to be with Engine. I was like, I fucking hate InGen. This is going to be Lost World Part 2. I'm going to get upset, and I'm going to be mad. But then I'm like, you know what? We're, we're getting the premise. You know, we're, we're going to get the story for Jurassic World 2, Fallen Kingdom, where the island's on an active volcano. It's a rescue mission. you got to get the their dinosaurs out, and, you know, it appears that they're trapped, but you can get them out. Uh, but then they're like, oh, you know what? Fuck that. We can engineer these dinosaurs and take DNA from this dinosaur and this dinosaur. We can sell them for, I don't know, like pets and for weapons and zoos. And we're just going to bring back the dinosaurs. What do you think of the premise? I think it's great because you don't like it. I don't like humans profiting off animals, especially animals that are 30,000 pounds and 25 feet tall that could eat my family. I think it's great because it's something that could really happen. Because everyone's out for a profit. Everyone's out to make money. It's a technology-based world. Yeah. Um, you know, this isn't out of the realm of if we could actually bring dinosaurs back, I could definitely see this happening. Ugh. Can you imagine? Could you imagine? We have to worry about deer in New Jersey and, like, <laughs> groundhogs and, like, raccoons and shit. You're driving home from, from my house, and it's nighttime. You're going down – this is for our New Jersey listeners. You're going down Williamstown Road, and a fucking velociraptor runs across your car. Your little car is dead. Yeah. They're like 23 feet long and maybe like 2,200 pounds. That's you, my car. You hit that, you're dead. Yeah. Like, can you imagine worrying about that? Or like, you're walking in the woods 
and like a pterodactyl comes down on you, where you just get shit on by a pterodactyl, you're suffocate. I don't want none of that. But and I'm a big proponent proponent of animals. I would love to live in a world of dinosaurs, but I know it's not possible. But I definitely see like I I get the whole profit thing. Oh, I get it too. So, um, and it really brings the science into it. Yeah. And we love science. Yeah. Love science at the Active Geek Podcast because neither one of us are science, uh, well-versed in science. No. We pretend. We wear glasses. Yes. We ran lab coats sometimes, but... Uh, I used to wear a pocket protector all the time at work. That doesn't surprise me. Um, it really does protect your pocket. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. I used to wear a cup when I was an athlete protecting my nuggets. Pocketprotector.com. Oh, jeez. We're not plugging that. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Go. So, what do you think of the premise behind Fallen Kingdom? I like I said I like it. Um, I like that they're moving forward with more of the science based, um, and uh, I like the active volcano thing. That's yeah, that's what's it's a rescue mission. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, they're doing do good things, but then I'm like, oh, these animals are gonna die. Yeah. So it's gonna be sad. I know a couple, like the scene when they're all running and they're jumping in the water. I know those dinosaurs can't swim. Yeah. Like that Stegosaurus that jumps in, one of my favorite dinosaurs of all time. Stegosaurus jumps in. That's not doggy paddling out. Back to the volcano. It's gone. I have to prepare myself. Is there a story that you would have wanted besides the volcano and InGen coming in and saying, oh, we're going to do, we're going to genetically engineer this dinosaur? I didn't really have a story per se. Um, I know I talked about this in Jurassic World. I know the one story I didn't want is the one they proposed years ago was the hybrid human. Yeah. Uh, dinosaurs. That's ridiculous. Soldiers. Yeah, that's uh, fucking ridiculous. I don't even know how that even made it to the studio. Like, you know what I mean? Like, who would have thought, like, yo, this is... Now... Sue a human with a brachiosaurus neck. But, like, the... I could see, like, you know, Sharknado people, like, oh, yeah, that's yeah. a great idea. But, like... That's definitely a sci-fi original. Yeah, but, like, going up to Universal. Going up to Spielberg. And Spielberg, like, hey, look, I have a great idea is it's going to be Raptor Man. Yeah. And, you know, and you can find, I've actually seen the... Um, the concept art? The concept art. It's garbage. Oh, my God. It's human body with a yeah. a dinosaur head. It's ridiculous. And it's, in, like, a jumpsuit. It's terrible. It's awful. So and, you, you don't want that story. No. Um, so any story other than that, I was happy with. My idea was I'd like to spend more time on the island. Like Jurassic World is what I loved about – like the island is what I loved about Jurassic mm-hmm. World. So seeing more time on the island, maybe post-destruction, not trying to rebuild it as a resort because we know how that ends. We've seen two movies that like, – you don't bring people to an island of killing machines. You know what I mean? Turning it into like a game preserve or like, not like a game preserve because you're not hunting them but – like a, a wildlife preserve. Yeah. Where like... Like you do in safari Yes, and you can bring scientists in. They can study it. If they want to start cloning these animals and trying to like maybe extracting DNA from a dinosaur to try and cure cancer or something like that, it'd be a very sciencey, very boring movie that I just wrote. I wrote <laughs> a very boring movie that's not going to make millions of dollars. I get it. I get the idea that they're going with now. It's going to be a fun movie. It's going to be a lot of fun. Like the scenes that we've seen already so far look great. Um, the movie, I'm pumped for it. I'm very excited for it. I just know that I'm going to hate InGen. And I'm not going to wear a shirt that says InGen on it. I'm going to get you one for your birthday. Yeah, and I'm going to burn that shit in front of your face. So you, you kind of alluded to it that we're in a digital world where people are already trying, like, you know, they're if they could, they would bring back dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. So I found an article. I told you I did a lot of research. 
as a 2015 truck, there's a Yale study by uh, with a doctor and a paleontologist named uh, Bahart Anjar S. Bolar. Oh, yeah? And he's just done the same thing that we were talking about. So he was able to get these chicken uh, embryos, and he was able to isolate certain parts of the chicken embryo, and the beak of the chicken embryo transformed into what would resemble the snout of a dinosaur, and they started to grow these serrated teeth. It's terrifying. So, so they're, they're cooking up dinosaurs. They were cooking up in 2015 um, at Yale. The, and like the snout and the mouth of the dinosaur was more specifically resembling a velociraptor. Oh my god! Like killing machines. But the the problem is like we're not we're never going to see that. Thank God, uh, because they destroyed all the fetuses in um, like a, they humanly ethanized. That's in the article. It was like humanly ethanized. Um, they the embryos. Could you imagine? Like that's what shit. That's shit that's going on right now. He's working in his basement. Yeah, and 2016. Another article I found said that. They found a, the remains of a, I believe, a T-Rex um, somewhere in like Montana, and they you can get you can get DNA from dinosaurs' um, bones, right? You can get a little amount, but if you get the the medullary medullary bone uh, in a T-Rex that's pregnant, you can get more DNA close enough to clone them. And they found a pregnant D, uh, T-Rex, and they took the DNA, and they're working on oh, bringing that shit back. So. What do you think about now that there's two real life possibilities? What do you think about humans today and companies like InGen trying to recreate dinosaurs? Um, one aspect, the kid of me think it's cool, right? The the iPhone photographer in yeah. me is like, holy shit, I'm gonna tear a dactyl picture. But you know, it, you know, everything happens for a reason. There's a reason why humans and dinosaurs never lived together. Yeah, um, because they are monsters. It's it's literally the most apex predator that you could ever get. Yeah. Logistically and like ethically, it wouldn't work. Humans wouldn't have a chance to survive. We would just be at war with dinosaurs. Yeah. Like every family would be strapped like, with I an can AK. Totally see like even if they did like and maybe even part of this like, you know, the super uber rich walking yeah. around uh instead of a chihuahua, a little baby like a toy. Brachiosaurus. Yeah. And you know what I mean? A little, like a little baby, Jesus Christ. I think they're like 40 feet tall. But no, what I'm talking about, like, oh, they're gonna make, like, make tea, it mini. Like teacup versions? Yeah. Oh, God. And, like, I could totally see something yeah. like that. Like, not that I, it's totally stupid. Yeah. But, like, I can totally see, like, you know, Beverly Hills, someone walking around with a, a teacup a, raptor. A, yeah. Jesus Christ. Um, it's ridiculous. It's it, just, it is, but I, it, something I don't think is out of the realm. Obviously, people are working on it. Yeah. Uh, it scares me a little bit because, one, I don't think we have enough uh, room for these beasts anyway <laughs> because we're becoming a, a more um, conglomerate-type world where everything's being built up. And I don't, like, take a, an herbivore, like, look, first of all, a rhinoceros needs to eat, like, 220 pounds of food a day <laughs> to survive, right? Do a stegosaurus or a triceratops, which is four times bigger than that. They have to eat close to a thousand pounds of food a day. I don't think there's a fat thousand pounds of grass, no. and then that just increases the amount of poachers and black market shit. It just it just confuses me. It blows my mind. It just it like when I think dinosaurs here, modern day dinosaurs, I think more alligators, crocodiles, komodo dragons, stuff yeah. like that. But we're wrong when we think that because the birds represent more like a cassowary, mm -hmm. an emu. Um, an ostrich, stuff like that, they represent, they resemble dinosaurs more, which sent me on another wild animal tangent that I went on. Did you know that Komodo dragons can produce asexually? Really? The female Komodo dragon cannot, or can lay eggs, right? 
and they have this weird geneticist in it uh, where they can split the chromosomes while laying eggs to separate them male female so they're never going to go extinct but you can just have one female komodo dragon and it'll make 12 babies you know what i mean that's wild and crocodiles i also found this out telling you i went went very crustacean (laughs) period uh crocodiles can when they lay their eggs i always thought like it's predetermined like how animals like which sexes which gender is kind of like it's predetermined you have three eggs one of them's going to be female two of them are going to be male not the case it's all about incubation so if a crocodile lays six eggs and three of those eggs are incubated warmly they're going to be males and if the other three are uh, incubated cold they're going to be females oh, wow. it just it blew my mind and i'm just like for the first thing that came to my mind and this is like satire but like where's your god you know what i mean if everything's like predetermined and everything's like you know god does this god does that how can you explain that? Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's like the the crazy part of me. But it's it just blows my mind how weird nature is. Could you imagine like a, a dinosaur doing that, like a Velociraptor yeah. again? Which I don't believe a Velociraptor existed. I think that was more they gave the name to the dinosaur in Jurassic World or something that resembled that. But could you imagine if they could rep- uh, reproduce asexually? How many we would have? Oh my god! And like male and females and then like some of those ones reproduce sexually oh my god oh scary world we're living in but we're we're talking a, a fictional movie chuck yeah that has a fantastic cast uh which includes you know bryce dallas howard's returning and dr henry Wu played by bd wong and chris pratt is returning but we also have another person who's returning from the jurassic park days which is uh, very exciting Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. He's back. This is like Jeff Goldblum has had a resurgence since Guardians of the Galaxy or since Thor Ragnarok. Apartments.com. Yeah. Did you see the new Jeep commercials? Yeah. Yeah. But he's in Hotel Artemist. Yeah. He's in this. It's like the summer of Jeff Goldblum. And I'm fine with that. I love him. He's back. We got Ted Levine is playing Kevin uh, Ken Wheatley. Toby Jones, who uh, looks like he's going to be the creepy assistant to B.D. Wong, is playing. I like Toby Jones. I love Toby Jones. But why, like, remember how we gave shit for Mark Wahlberg's character being Cade Yeager, and he was, like, a engineer? Yeah. Toby Jones' name is Gunner Eversoll. <laughs> the last person, like, maybe it's, like, he's Icelandic. He's, like, Gunnar. I mean, he, doesn't look like, he doesn't look like a gunner at all. You got Justice Smith, who's playing, who might be my favorite character in this movie, just based off the trailer. He's playing Franklin. Yeah. Uh, and he, he looks great. James Cromwell is playing Benjamin Lockwood. Rafi Spall is playing Eli Mills, Danielle, Daniela. It's Pat- Rafe Spalls. Rafe? Yeah, that's how it's pronounced. Rafe? See, it's like Rafe Fines is Ralph. Yeah. Uh, Rafe Spall, thank you. Uh, Rafe Spall is playing Eli Mills. Daniela Pineda is playing Zia Rodriguez. And it's going to be directed by J.A. Bayonin from The Orphanage and A Monster Calls. And it's written by Colin Trevorrow. Thoughts on that? Um, I'm glad we're getting some of the cast from Jurassic World back. Yeah. And Owen and uh, Claire. Yeah. Um, and, and, and Henry and Henry and well they're, for, they're from that and he's from him and uh, uh, Dr. Jeff, Malcolm Dr. Ian Malcolm yeah. is from the original so I'm very happy about that that they're bridging again um, together yeah they're doing really good um, and then a new cast like uh, I like Ted Levine yeah he, he's good um, you know uh, from Science of the Lambs yeah he's been in a lot of good yeah. stuff uh, Toby Jones is great yeah 
Um, I don't really know Franklin. I know he's in the upcoming Detective Pikachu. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm pumped. Yeah, we're not doing an episode. No, on that. I didn't think we would. There's a lot of people that like I don't know. You know, like I don't know Daniela Pineda. I don't know Rafe Spall. Rafe Spalls was in um, Prometheus. And I, I try to forget that movie. You, you know me. He um, played William Shakespeare. And uh, I forget what his movie. It was done. I forget what that guy's name. It is what it is. But he what, was good. In what it. do you think about J. A. Uh, Bayonne? Bayona. Um, I've never seen any of his movies. I heard a monster call was pretty good. Yeah, and the orphanage I heard was really good yeah. as well. Um, you know, I'm I'm cool with that. You know, giving a a, a new director a shot. It doesn't look like it skipped a beat. No. Like honestly, it looks like it just picks up. And and Colin Trevorrow is wrapped onto this as well, but. It doesn't look like he's given no, the beat one bit. It looks like he's captured the essence of Jurassic World from the island mm-hmm. aspect. And then it goes back to – it looks like it goes to his writing and his directing yep. um, when we get into America because it's dark. It's creepy. That little girl looks like she's going to get destroyed by the Indoraptor. Did you read – did you see the featurette that um, behind the scenes that was on IMDb? I've seen a lot of featurettes. They've been like – Chris Pratt was on Ninja Warrior. Like he was doing, there was a lot of <laughs> Yeah, they did a Jurassic World Ninja Warrior. I love it. Loved it. Um, but I watched a featurette um, featuring J.A. And he talked about how his style, he's, he likes thrillers. Yeah. And he likes to keep you on the edge of your seat. And some of the, like that little girl sleeping. Yeah. Like that's like. Like even, not even that scene. Like you, I'd even, I forgot about that scene. But when she's backing up to the line and she's like. The, the lights going off and they're backing up under the line and it's like like don't get there and the claw comes out like that's a great scene yeah. too like he looks like like i'm gonna watch the orphanage and a monster calls because of these and like that scene i was talking about she's sleeping and yeah. you just see the claw come in over and like pull the so scary cover and it's dinosaurs are scary yeah and i don't want a monster movie but or a horror movie but you need to put the fear because they are monsters. Yeah, they yeah, are. They're, they're they were prehistoric monsters. monsters. Yeah, and to have that fear into a movie, we haven't seen it in Jurassic World. Yeah, there are some things in the footage that I I disagree with the the reveal quickly, like the the reveal of the the T Rex. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like we didn't need to see Rexy come that quickly. Um, I like the scene where she's in the. I'm gonna assume it's a it's a, it's a girl. I like the scene where she's in the the bay, the cargo bay. And Owen's trying to like, oh, it's fine. Like, like slap her in the face. She's fine. And then she wakes up. Like, that's horrifying. That's like scary shit. But the thing that gets me, um, I would have saved that movie part where he's fighting the, he's crushing the Carnotaurus. Mm-hmm. But I understand why they did it. That's the main dinosaur from Disney's movies, the dinosaur. Oh, I see. Yeah. With the spikes on the side. It's just a, like a universal movie. Like it's a pumped up steroid. Like you're, yeah. you, Disney, you took this killing machine and turn it into a cutie machine and we're going to turn it into yeah we're going to crush you disney because jurassic world's going to run this shit um when yeah in animal kingdom they have a dinosaur ride yeah and that thing is one of the things like you're it's just um it's not a virtual ride but it's uh, all animatronics yeah. and you're going through this building and all of a sudden that dinosaur that yeah. you're describing comes out and that's where they take your picture yeah because it scares the shit out of you yeah it's it's meant to be a scary dinosaur i think it was like 13 feet tall like 23 feet long like that's a big monster and it's called the carnotaurus yeah it was actually supposed to be the the main antagonist in the third jurassic world instead of the spino yeah. dinosaur 
uh, but they, I guess Disney was like, they were putting out their movie and they're like, yeah, we don't really want to compete with Disney, paint this villain. But now they're like, fuck you, Disney. I'm gonna, yeah. you're buying everything. We're gonna, you're not buying us. Bam, crushing you. Neck, neck drop. I don't know. And the other thing that that really I liked about the footage is uh, more action from Blue. Yeah. And honestly, the um, to go back to T Rex crushing the tar- carnosaurs, it's very reminiscent of Jurassic World, where the um, remember the dinosaur that was going after the blob. The little ball that Nick Robinson and Ty Sheridan was in, yeah. and the Indominus came. The gyro spear. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Um, and the Indominus came and bit it by the neck, yep. but then crushed its neck. It's th- that exact scene. It seems like and it looks like it was set in the same spot, which is also pretty cool. Anything that like stuck out to you about the footage? Um, of course, you mentioned this already. Uh, the dinosaurs running off the cliff. Yeah. When I seen that, I'm like, oh. I'm, re- I'm ready to cry. Like, so. you know, Franklin, Claire, and Owen are running, and these dinosaurs are running past them. You know, kind of like, fuck you, get out of my way, and then just running off the cliff as, you know, the lava and yeah. different um, rocks are flying all over the place. I thought that was really, really neat. Um, the scene where Claire and Franklin are yeah, in, in the room. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. And the fire and the dripping and, like, that. I knew you were going to write that, so I was like, I'm going to stay away from that because I knew you loved that part. Visually? That was amazing. It was awesome. Um, Do you think the reveal came too quickly of the Indoraptor? Like, they need to save that. Like, we didn't yeah. see the Indominus in any of the footage mm-hmm. for... Uh, we, like, saw brief things. And the only time we really saw the Indominus before Jurassic World was the toys. Yeah. The Indoraptor, we, we kind of get, like, yeah. in your face. We saw him a lot. Yeah. Do you think they revealed it pretty quickly? I think so. Yeah. I, th- I think they did. Um, because I liked, you know, when we seen the red, like, oh, shit, look at that. Yeah. But, you know... Um, I, I but I'm, I'm still sure, you know, there's going to be some surprises oh, as yeah. well. Uh, another thing I want to go back to what I was saying uh, that I liked, it was good to see Ian Malcolm back. Yeah. Um, in the courtroom? I don't think we're going to see much of him. No, I don't think so. Um, I think that's his only scene, honestly. And then you were talking about the scene where uh, Owen's in the pen with Rexy. Yeah. And wakes up. But as she opens his mouth, her mouth, he jumps through her mouth. Yeah, wild. Like, that, that scene, I'm like... Holy shit. Yeah. And what I really liked is they didn't use much on Jurassic World. Uh, a lot of animatronics. Yeah. And they said that. They said they wanted to go back to the original. As you should. They used a lot of animatronics because that whole Rexy scene where he's jumped, a lot of that was animatronics. Well, the good thing about it is you're, that's the, the good thing about not spending a lot of time on the island. You can have like closed quarters and you can be on sound studios, like mm-hmm. sound booths, where you have the, the body of the dinosaur. Same thing with the scene where the, I'm sure that's a person with the Indoraptor claw yeah. like coming up but you can do that because you're in close quarters I really like that um, too anything else that you liked about it? everything okay. looks great the thing about you spoke about the lava going anywhere do you think it's um, you think a lot of people aren't going to see it because they, they feel sorry for what's going on in Hawaii I don't know I was thinking about that I was it's thinking like it's tough you know I hope they don't cut any of the scenes because of it. no I don't think it's, I mean it's an act of God it's an act of nature and that's the nature. thing it's, it's not like we we've seen movies scale back when certain things have like perfect example um when 9-11 happened yeah uh in the original trailer of the first spider-man there was a scene where a um a helicopter got stuck between the twin towers because spider-man put a web there they took that out yeah i don't think they're going to remove this because it's like it is an act of god it's the first act of the movie is like yeah. that's your whole movie like mm-hmm. the reason why they're getting off that island is because of the volcano they yeah. would be like oh the meteor is coming back 
the cosmos are mad. We're going to send the meteor back and it's going to destroy yeah. all the dinosaurs on this one island. Like, it's like the space god was like, ha I'm getting you. Like the watcher yeah. and he's throwing, you know, fucking meteors down. Yeah. And like, it is an act of God. So yeah. it's not something, anything they can control. But you can't predict it. The thing that you can predict is how awesome the new villainous dinosaur is going to be. It's called the Indoraptor. I did some research on it, Chuck. The Indoraptor is 10 feet tall, 24 feet long, 200, or 2,200 pounds. Is that it? Yeah, that, that's it. Um, and then here's his two highlights. Uh, high aggression and night vision. So it's me. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's definitely you. 200, all 2,200 pounds of you. What do you think about the Indoraptor? I think it's really cool. Um, I've always loved raptors. Yeah. So they're they're well, great. I remember when like the first movies came out, I was all about raptors. And Dude, all. I used to run around school with my fucking middle finger on my hand up, like I'm doing it right now. Like it was the claw on the toes and like tight T Rex arms just run through. I was like in fourth grade when this you came out. So get or I was about to say you. I thought it was in high school. No, like, you definitely didn't get late. Then. It came in like '94. I was seven years old. I was I, this was that was prime between becoming a dinosaur age. Yeah, like, I was like scaling up. I was ready. <laughs> I think the Indoraptor is cool. It's like, it looks like it's a cross between the the Indominus Rex and blue essentially it looks like a high high uh high intelligence raptor but it, if you take the indo rex that was raptor and a t-rex take the you know it's three dinosaurs going yeah. into that's crazy it's wild so are you excited about this one? Oh yeah i, I can't wait for and it. it's smaller so it's going to be faster yeah it's not like it's not this mammoth thing it leads me to think that there are going to be some big ass deaths in this movie yeah and you know we do a lot of previews and we get a lot of things wrong a lot do you think there's going to be any uh any deaths in this movie? Um, I don't think anyone major. I do. Um, I I don't think, like, Ian Malcolm's safe because I don't think he's leaving the courtroom. Yeah. Um, I can see B.D. Wong dying. Okay, I would love that. Um, BD, I, not not, not B.D. Wong, uh, Henry Wu. Henry Wu. Yeah, I love B.D. Wong. I want um, more B.D. Wong. I don't see Chris Pratt dying. No, no, no. Um, I don't see Claire dying. I don't see Claire. I don't see um, Frank. Franklin. I don't see Franklin no. dying either. No. Um, I see Nick Robinson coming in to save everybody and getting destroyed. Like, oh, that's you're, in too you, many, you're in too many movies. And they, they that's what up. you want. No. Um, <laughs> yes. But, uh, yeah, I don't see anyone major. Like, I think B.D. Wong is probably okay. my pick. So you went human. I think dinosaurs. I think Blue's going to die in this movie. Yeah. I think either Blue or the T-Rex is going to die. I think the T-Rex does not exist in, a, in that world. He's too fucking big to be in downtown. Well, look what happened in Jurassic Park, too. Exactly. I don't think he's. I think we've seen so much Rexy. It's time to move on. But I think that's a bad move if we move on because that's the that's the the head of that that movie. Like that's the friend. Like MGM has the lion, right? Yeah. Jurassic World has the. Well, look at the shirt I'm wearing. Yeah, yeah, you're wearing it, and it's and look, it's dead. Yeah. Rexy's dead on there, so I'm a little worried that Rexy's gonna die. I think Blue's gonna die, but I I'm preparing myself for Blue to die. I went human. You're going straight up. But yeah, because they're not gonna kill their their cash cows. Yeah. You know what I mean. Which brings us to the last thing. You think we're going to go a trilogy? Yeah. Yeah, I think most likely it's a trilogy. And they've said that they kind of set it up for it to be a, uh, a trilogy. They haven't announced the third one. Oh, they have. It hasn't been confirmed. They, they announced that confirmed. they're, they're going to they, they're gonna do it, but they have to see how much money they do. And Colin Trevorrow is uh, attached. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is his baby. This yeah. is his new baby. But we, we think that Solo is going to get a, a sequel. But the box office doesn't reflect that. So you you think most likely it's going to get a sequel? Yeah, I where, mean, where do you go with the last one though? I didn't know where they go with this one. Yeah, um, space. As lo- <laughs> no, you know where they're going to go? Human, human hybrid. Yep, human hybrid dinosaurs. <laughs> it's going to be an all Hoskin movie. 
Hey, he's dead. They brought him back to Yeah, him. he listen, they brought him back as the the Mosasaurus. He's a walking megalodon. Like that's what's gonna happen. Vincent D'Onofrio as a dinosaur. Yeah. He's just the voice. Um but no. No, I couldn't. But yeah, they're they're saying um he is signed on, Colin Trevor, yeah. uh for a twenty twenty one release. Okay. Well I'm I can wait another three years for more yeah. dinosaur movies. I'm excited. I yeah. don't want it to be a year after this because I feel like that would be a rush. But I feel like they should go back to my thought, finding these dinosaurs a new island, turn it into a game preserve. Scientists go and study them and see if they can survive. But they can't survive. And the dinosaurs like a dinosaur flu. And then people turn into human hybrid dinosaurs because they get the dinosaur flu. And it turns into a World War Z Jurassic World crossover. Jurassic World War Z. I wish. It's over. I wish you were serious. I about just that I just wrote that be, fucking movie. It's, it's awful. It sounds awesome. It's awful. That's a web series. It's my next podcast idea. <laughs> Jurassic World War Z. I'm writing that story right now. Um, so you know, I'm excited for Jurassic World. Oh yeah, so am I. Um, Definitely a theater movie. I'm, yeah, of course. I'm going to see it 37 times, just as much as you see. This guy saw the Avengers: Infinity War 47 times, and the Russos invited him to Avengers 4 preview uh, or premiere. Is that all we have to do? Right. I saw it once. Come on, Joe and uh, Anthony. I want to see it. That's our Jurassic World episode. But we missed something in our news episode that we we spoke about on the phone. Cloak and Dagger already happened. Yep. First two episodes came out. You're hearing this. The episode three is tomorrow. What'd you think? Um, not what I expected. Yeah. Uh, completely different from the origin. Yeah. Um, like they completely everything's re- different. Everything they rewrote the whole book. They used well. Tyrone's brother. Spoiler alert. Gets killed. Yeah. I thought that was him that was getting killed. Because uh, it does look... I was like, what the hell is happening? They killed the main character. It did look like, what was his name? Aubrey... Uh, uh, Aubrey Joseph. Aubrey Joseph. It looked just like him. It did. And uh, I'm like, where are we going with this? Because like they showed her as a little girl. Yeah. And then they showed him. And I'm like, what are they? He's chubby as shit. He's a little fat kid. It was yeah. a different color. He was like different <laughs> complexion. I did. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah. It looked nothing like it. But I thought it wasn't bad. I loved it. Um... I'm thinking, like, I liked it more than the premiere of Runaways. And I ended up loving Runaways. Mm-hmm. And I loved it more than anything I saw in Inhumans. Yeah. They they didn't just... And I liked it more than some of the Netflix stuff, too, because it was quick. Like, we saw her powers in the first... We, like, we saw their powers in the first episode, mm-hmm. and they started exploring it in the second episode. Yeah. So I thought that that was, that was a smart move. They didn't want to be like, oh, episode 13, here's your powers. You guys are great now. Like... I like the use of the cloaks. Every like a tarp is now a cloak. Yeah, a blanket. Anything, like he was getting beat up, and he was like, "Oh, I'm just gonna use this." Yeah, what piece of shit, kids, man? Oh, you ruined, you punched the guy. Like that kid with the first of all, it's a basketball player. I would have beat the shit out of that yeah. kid too. Like he and was like, dirt. no one's seen that and shit. Yeah, and he's calling. He's like, "Come on, ref, he's knocking me on the ground." And ref's like, "Oh, I can't do anything." Guess you can. You got a whistle. You're the only one who can do something. <laughs> like blow the fucking whistle. It, it just blew my mind. I'm I'm on board. I'm on board with cloak and dagger. I was uh, leery going into it. I couldn't live tweet. Uh, because we were doing, uh, Tom and I were doing a uh, J.K. Woodward episode yes. uh, interview. Great artist, and I recommend all of our listeners to listen to the episode that we posted on the Active Geek podcast about a couple of days ago, um, and listen to that because his art is friggin' phenomenal. And I showed you some of it. And if you ever want to see Patrick Stewart and Brett Spiner, the sexiest they've ever been, you you look at his arts. Have you seen it? Yeah. Like how buff were they? <laughs> Like no sit- sleeves. Yeah, well, it was the mirror universe, but like, and Deanna Troy looked great in it, like uh, Marina Sirtis. Oh my God, I could trek out with you, but you cannot trek out no. with me. So, 
Jurassic World we're both excited for. Cloak and Dagger, it seems like you're on board as well. Yeah. We're going to talk more about Cloak and Dagger probably. We're going to be the official podcast of the Cloak and Dagger series. And uh, you, if you like that idea, you can hit us up on all the social medias like Twitter, which is ActiveGeek underscore uh, Facebook, ActiveGeek, the, the ActiveGeek on Instagram. And you can find Chuck on Instagram as Chuck underscore ActiveGeek. Me on Instagram, Jim Delulo. You can find us on SoundCloud, Google Play, Apple Podcast, Podknife. You can find us on Spreaker with the Geek Culture Cast Network with Legends of the Panel and Warp My Tardis. And then you can find more active geek productions like The Adventures of Binks and the Beard, which is moving to YouTube and SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. And then you can find uh, me talking more sci-fi stuff, movie reviews. If the movie previews are your thing and you want to hear what I think about the movie, uh, the movie, go over to Galaxy Wars Podcast, like I said, where we did a Star Wars speculation episode, J.K. Woodward um, interview, and we're doing some uh, Disney dominance coming in the next few weeks. And if you're in the Philadelphia area on June 23rd at 5 o'clock, go to Amalgam Comics on Frankfurt Ave in Philadelphia to see me and Tom take our shit show on the road for the Philly Pod Fest. And next year, you'll probably see me and Chuck take the shit show on the road as well. So for the Active Geek Podcast, I am Jim. I am Chuck. And we are out.